Jesus astonished them. He spoke with authority. And then he called lies and evil into question. He cast out demons, devils of the father of lies, and he rebuked them with success. Now think instead of our own times. If we know history, and I always wonder if I know any history at all, and, uh, but it's a great, as John XXIII and many other people said, it's the great teacher of life. We know history. We thought that the big lie was confined back to the time of uh, Goebbels, long ago. When I was a little kid, I had a lot of energy. I know you don't believe that. I'm just telling you, just reporting. And uh, my mother would use various things. One thing to keep me occupied occasionally, she'd be telling me stories that were happening to be true, like recent current affairs, you know, past history, recent history. And one of them that I never bought was the idea of the big lie. That Hitler's crowd had the idea of the big lie, that you tell a lie so big, everyone will buy it, because no one could think everyone could lie in so major a matter about so much, so fully and completely, with such self-assurance. Now, she told me that again and again, and uh, never, and she was brilliant, she was delightful, she was so informed, but never as a little kid, long before preschool, little kid, never did I buy it, except for one thing. Parents have vast resources. You know, you're a little kid, what do you know? They know all kinds of stuff. It's so unequal, it's so unfair. But you know what her resource was? She could say, it actually happened. That's how you explain Nazi Germany. Bernard Herring, I was telling some of you the other week, was the famous moral theologian, one of the greatest in Catholic Church in the 20th century. The German, he we used to talk about how the people in the houses all around him, his father would not allow Hitler on the radio. But the houses around, they all listened to Hitler. And they said, uh, we know he's an idiot, he's a fool. We're, we understand that, it doesn't impress us. But he's very funny, we enjoy him because he's so funny. And then he would look grim and he'd focus his eyes, he'd look at each of us in turn and say, and all those homes became Nazis. So I couldn't believe anybody buying the big lie, and yet that actually happened. Abesse ad posse valet alatio. You can always argue that something's possible from the fact that something's there. You say, well, a horse couldn't possibly exist. And you say, take him out to the countryside and go, voila, there's the horse. Already happened. Been there, done that. And to think that lies could be accepted in large amounts or whatever, we're always sure that can happen, and certainly no one can fool us. And yet, and yet. And therefore, is it not a brilliant thing that in the building of this magnificent church, not only a thing of beauty, but a thing of profound truth and practical truth, that they put in two scenes from Paul from the Acts of the Apostles, 19th verse of the 19th chapter down the Gospel Isle, 17th verse of the 17th chapter down the Epistle Isle. And down there, the point is a book burning. Remember Professor Dr. Jack Burke, the famous surgeon, head of Shriners Burns Hospital and so on, famous fellow, he, he said, we sat down there for years, my wife and I never realized we were sitting under a book burning. What's going on? Well, it's Paul in Ephesus burning the books of the astrologers, of the of magicians. He's burning falsehood, fraudulence, trickery that will trick people into giving up their money for things that are false and frauds. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Calling nonsense or falsehood into question. 
You know, when a priest goes to the seminary, when somebody goes to the seminary, rather, you uh, take philosophy first, and then you take theology. And the whole idea is to learn a love of wisdom or truth and to figure all that out so you have a firm foundation. What's the most important part of a building? The foundation. And then theology can be built atop that. Look at Thomas Aquinas, the marvelous, who just celebrated his feast, a master of philosophy, and therefore all he brought into theology. He was unafraid in dealing with that. And so for us, how to value, how important to value truth as a precondition. And so Christ cast out demons, the aids and the assistance of the father of lies, and he cast them out, and he did that with immediacy. Jesus astonished them. Jesus astonished them. You know, I, when I, sometimes I head down to the D.C. area for uh, meetings of the order and other things, seeing alumni. And uh, I like to go to a little museum. It's just the right size for a little, if I have little, only a little bit of time free. I'd love to go to the National Gallery, by the way, but I usually just stop and get as far as the Phillips Collection over by DuPont Circle before I go somewhere. And that has very nice little Corot and Monet and then other painters. And I'm very ignorant of art, and so I finally got to learn of a... Uh, uh, a more recent painter, Pierre Bonnard, and they have a whole room of Bonnard. And, uh, and it's sort of, as they say, a Vermeer, light actually comes out of the painting onto the floor, onto you. And when they write of him, they talk about immediacy. Well, Christ certainly had immediacy. Here we are in the first chapter of Mark. He's the author of the genre. We hit the road running. Verses 21 to 28, that's our gospel today. Immediately, people are astounded. He spoke with authority. Not all the citations of the scribes and Pharisees used and sort of jury-rigged to push for ulterior motive, but from the heart of the matter itself. Because as it says in John 14, 6, he was the way and the truth and the life. He was the light of the world. What as it says at the beginning of John's gospel in the marvelous prologue? The light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. That's what Mark is trying in this coming year to tell you and me, to tell each of us. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.